Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. It is time to head out to the Toyota of Hollywood Hotline Shop. Hundreds of Toyotas indoors in one of America's largest showrooms at Toyota of Hollywood on 441 between Hollywood and Sheridan. All right, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Adam Beasley from Pro Football Network joins us this morning. Bees, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. I'm telling you who's having a great day this morning is Austin Jackson. Yeah, I uh, I knew they were working on an extension, um, but. Uh, you surprised they were able to get it done three year thirty six million uh twenty something guaranteed. What were your thoughts? Were you surprised at all? Yeah, I mean, this is kind of a win win I went back and looked because uh we made a big deal back in April whenever April may whenever it was decided that they would not pick up his fifth year option, and I went back and looked at what that number was, and it was fourteen point two million dollars uh fully guaranteed for one year in two thousand and twenty four um, the, the Dolphins kind of got a win here a bit. I mean, they, 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 they knew pretty quickly this season, I think, that Austin Jackson was a much improved player. The only question wasn't – this question wasn't skill at this point. It was whether or not he was durable enough to hang in there. Uh, and he's been great. He's been the only offensive lineman uh, to start all 12 games. He's, I think he's gotten like 99% of their offensive snaps has only come off uh, in blowouts. Um, and, and also uh, when he was ejected a couple oh, weeks that's ago, right. All right. yeah, there was that too. Uh, but beyond that, uh, he's been um, he's been rock solid, and uh, the Dolphins were able to lock him down not just for 24, which is what the fifth year option would have done. Of course, they they could have extended him in addition to that, but they've got him beyond 24 at a lower AAV, and they're getting him, I think, for number 12 right tackle money, which seems right, right? I mean, that's that, that's. Uh, if nothing, that's really good value for Miami on a long-term contract. So um, it's a win. And, Joe, what it does is it, it gives them a head start on, on 2024. Uh, I know we're all in the moment. And, and it's about winning the Super Bowl this year for this organization. Um, but and the team really had some issues on offensive line beyond this year. The only starter they had locked up uh, was Teron Armstead in 2024, who obviously – uh, unclear if he'll even want to play next year with what he's dealt with injury-wise this year. Uh, they've got Liam Eikenberg under contract, who's been an ascendant player as well, uh, and now they have Austin Jackson. So the cover does not bear, but they still have work to do. So i got to ask you, because it's really interesting, the improvement of Liam Eikenberg, who the light finally goes off. Uh, we look at Austin Jackson. It didn't work at left tackle for either one of them. Um, and in, in the case of Liam Eikenberg, they, they tried both tackle positions where he played his whole career at Notre Dame. How, how do you explain? Is it the system? Is it the coach? Why all of a sudden we've got so many guys for the first time that since I can remember, we've got so many offensive linemen playing well. Yeah, I think it's a bunch of factors. Uh, health certainly for Jackson has been a big part of it. Um, for, for Liam, I mean, year three is oftentimes <clears throat> when the light comes on for some of these offensive linemen. Uh, I know the biggest jump for most positions is between years one and two. 
but they, they sometimes take a minute. And certainly Jackson, I mean, I, I think he's still only 24 years old. Yeah, I don't he's think a young he's guy. Five. You're right. Yeah, so, I mean, th- these are young guys that needed developing, um, have had some injury luck this year for them. And there's I, I, the elephant in the room is there's a coaching change, right? They, they got rid of Matt Applebaum, and they brought in Butch Berry, and Berry – for all the you know the, the the slings and arrows he took in Denver has been fantastic. He might have, he might be their best all, you know, assistant right now, which is saying something because that, that that coaching staff is fantastic on offense and defense, and he might be the best. So um, I think it's a combination of all those things, and you know having a quarterback that gets the ball out in under two seconds all the times helps too, right? Your your metrics are going to be really good uh, when, when defensive ends can't even get out of their stance and the ball is out. So. Uh, I think they have a good meld right now of the talent, uh, the, 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 not just the talent, but the improvement of that talent and a scheme that kind of covers up deficiencies on the offensive line. The other thing that's impressed me here recently with a couple of uh, injuries to a couple of defensive players has been, I don't think anybody's surprised by Van Ginkle, but uh, I, did, I did want to bring up Duke Riley. Like, Duke Riley stepped in. I think Duke Riley's really good, and he's been waiting for this opportunity. He can run. Uh, and then the other guys, Eichenberg, being able to step in. I mean, he got he got the start at left guard for a reason the other day. And uh, so some of the key backups that you're really counting on have played really well. Ogba's another guy. Nice power bull rush the other night for a sack. Um, I thought maybe this team's a little deeper than we thought. And I know some of it's going to go back to coaching. But what's been your take on some of the backups? Yeah, no, going into the year, if you would have told me I would, you, the Dolphins would have gotten like five games out of Armstead, five or six or whatever it is, games out of Armstead, and, um, you know, have had injuries up and down the offensive line, uh, would have had Jalen Ramsey for half the season, although it would be about two-thirds of the season when you get to the end of the year. Um, you know, all, all these injuries that they've had, uh, lose uh, Jalen Phillips, all, all these things. Um, and they'd be getting better at this point of the year. I was like, you're nuts, man. I mean, they, this is such a top-heavy team. All their money is in like ten guys. Uh, it's not going to work. Uh, proven wrong, right? I mean, they've they've built a very deep roster with guys that can do a job. Now, certainly, I think there will be at some point a drop-off to Duke from Jerome. But if you can get them through, maybe the next two three weeks, certainly uh, they're not going to rush Baker back. They, the, the the objective for him is to get him back for the playoffs at full strength. Um, but the next two weeks, I mean, not to you know check wins in the you know on the yeah. ledger, but it is wins. Right? They're they're going to beat the Titans. They're going to beat the Jets. Those are two of the worst teams in football. Um, the Jets' defense is really, really. I mean, I'm sorry. The, the the Titans' defense is really, really bad against the pass. So I think you're going to see two have a big day, a day this weekend. Um, but you know, it's a testament to the roster uh, building that they've done here in Miami. I mean, their 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 cash against the cap is huge this year. I think they're. I think they're almost like a, like a quarter billion dollars plus, maybe even uh, in, in how much cash they've spent this year, and that number will go up now with this Jackson contract extension. But it's um, it's paying off. Like these guys that are you need to show up, the Liam Eikenbergs of the world you're talking about have shown up, and, and it's a big reason why they're good. That's right. I was doing it's funny. I was just talking to the Ross family, uh, Stephen Ross's family, about this. Like we have spent a lot of money, man. It's nice to see that it's finally starting to pay off after the amount of money he's put into yeah. signing bonuses and redoing contracts to free up more money. I mean, it, it is expensive. And, and by the way, you know some of these owners wouldn't be like, eh, it's a lot. No, no, no. 
let's work something else out here. But uh, he has been well. Great. Yeah, not only that, Joe, but this family has spent a ton of money before this year, not seen very good results for it. I mean, yeah. yeah, they made the playoffs last year, certainly, but before McDaniel, I mean, the, the, this is their back-to-back first time they've gone to back-to-back playoffs since what the early two thousands. Um, it's been a lot, a lot of like like billions upon billions of dollars between the purchase of the team, the, uh, you know, refurbishment of the stadium, all the work they've done around the stadium, and then on these contracts, all these coaches they paid, you know, coaches they fired they paid, uh, and now the McDaniel and his staff. I mean, uh, you're talking uh, maybe 4 5 $6 billion in total that they paid, they spent to get to this point. Uh, and it's nice for, as you said, that family who has made that, that commitment to, to have to pay off. Let me ask you, Bills are uh, – this is kind of away from the team a little bit, still kind of connected here. Bills at Chiefs. So, so if you were to root as a Dolphins fan, are you more about getting the Bills completely knocked out of this, or would you like to see the Bills go in there and knock the Chiefs back uh, a little bit by another game if you can take care of the Titans game? What would be your take? Here's what's crazy. At this point, if I were a Dolphins fan, I would rather face the Chiefs and the Bills in the playoffs. I would, because I think the Chiefs are in trouble. And I don't think there's a fix to what they, what's wrong with them on offense. They could get marginally better, but what you see is largely what you get. And I think, you know, they absolutely feel like they let one get away in Germany against that team. I think this is a better team now than they were then, uh, whatever that was a month, month and a half ago. Uh, I'm a little worried about the Buffalo Bills, uh, Joe Rose. Uh, you look at their advanced stats – they lose games not because they're not a good team. They lose teams because they're a knucklehead team. That they just usually their quarterback, but you know someone makes a dumb play or a penalty or something to yeah. lose them games. You're right. Um, but the games that they've won, like the game against the Miami Dolphins, they look fantastic. Now I know they've since had injuries uh, on defense than that first meeting with Miami, but the offense is still really, really good when it wants to be. Uh, and that would be a team that would worry me. I, you know, honestly, Buffalo and Baltimore are the only two teams I'd be concerned about as the Dolphins fan in the playoffs. I think every other team they match up very well against. Um, how'd you read into the signing of uh, Justin Ellis, the big defensive tackle? Is somebody banged up a little bit, or they just feel like they needed more run support? How do you read into that one? Yeah, I mean, does, is he taking snaps away from hand? I mean, that would be the logical, like, like that's... That's a big man he, now. Justin Ellis is a big, big man. Like, all right, you want to do that uh, quarterback sneak? Come on, big fellas, here we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know a ton about the guy. We'll learn more today, but, um, you know, certainly they he, he gives them another one of those bodies. They haven't, they don't have too many D tackles they rely on, right? I mean, they pretty much largely play three guys. Maybe they're worried about, hey, is there some wear down at some point with one of, some of these dudes? Um, I mean, are, are they looking to spell Raekwon Davis a bit? I, I, I don't know. We'll get more context this week. Um, but, yeah, no, it's, if, you're, if you get a chance to add a player like that at this stage of the season for what I'm sure was a very, very cheap number, you, 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 you take the opportunity. All right, I know you guys have beaten this up uh, in the media. I did want to ask you, though, uh, because it's incredible – that a wide receiver's never won the MVP award. We've had running backs win it, mostly quarterbacks. A few other positions have won it through the years. If Tyreek does go for, say, 2,100 yards and goes for 17, 18 touchdowns, which could happen, by the way, if not more, 
Could you see him finally getting that award, or would it most likely go to Tua even at that point? Because he's obviously thrown a lot of touchdowns then. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Yeah, I mean, to be frank, it would probably go to neither of them, and that's the sad reality because they'd split each other's votes. Um, you would you would have so you would probably have in that scenario one of the lowest unless one of these quarters goes abs- quarterbacks goes absolutely nuclear for the last month and a half month of the season right yeah. if somebody goes you know has fifteen touchdowns between fifteen more touchdowns between now and the end of the season or even twenty um, that that could change the dynamic uh, but I, I'm of the opinion that Tyreek is having an historic year and he is uh, maybe pound for pound the best player in the National Football League. Um, certainly uh, the most dynamic, but I would say this. Um, there's a reason he's having this level of protection with this team and with his quarterback, and it's because it's the perfect combination of Tua and Tyreek. And I think you saw a little bit in Hard Knocks. You, you had McDaniel kind of hint at it uh, when he talked to us on Tuesday. You can't have one without the other. Agree. Like, you, you I would totally not have agree with team. you. I'm with you, man. Yep. This is the this is the perfect combination of, of, of two players who, who complement each other so very, very, very well. And yeah, Tyreek's numbers are phenomenal. But you also look at two is pretty solid when Tyreek's been off the field too. It's not like the offense you I mean you see what happened to Brock Purdy and the argument against Brock Purdy for MVP is, you know, he loses Debo and the offense goes in the toilet. When we haven't seen that over an extended period of time, but there are a lot of snaps that Tyreek's been off the field, whether he's a little banged up, he's getting an IV or just Getting getting a blow, so um, it would. Yeah. To me, my vote is still going to be Tua for the MVP uh, at the end of the season okay. if he finishes. Because there, there's it's a chance that he breaks Danny's passing yards record this year. Like that could happen um, if he if Tua had five interceptions instead of ten, he would be the runaway candidate right now for MVP. I think yeah. so. Uh, if he can play like he did last week. Finish the season. Say he what is he at? He's at twenty four and ten now. I think touchdowns, interceptions. I yes. believe that's what it is. Yep. If you can get to, to to forty and fifteen, maybe, then you're really like, hey, that's, yeah, yeah. If, if if some of those touchdowns go to Tyreek, a lot of them go to Tyreek, obviously. Great. That's what offensive player of the year is created for. And a, and a Tua MVP and a Tyreek offensive player of the year would be my, that vote. Assuming the Dolphins finish, what are they now? They're they're eight and three, nine and three. They're nine and three now. Say they finish thirteen and four, they get the one seed in the AFC, the one or two seed in the AFC. You know, and Tua finishes with forty touchdowns and and and, and fifteen picks, five thousand yards. That's a pretty compelling case for MVP for me. Yeah, but we're seeing stuff from Tyreek that we've never seen. And by the way, the greatest decoy also not only the the best receiver in football with these numbers and these explosive plays down the field, but. Half the defense, when he goes in motion, you see the whole secondary shifting. Like, you know, it's it's just crazy. Hey, by the way, before you go, I don't know if you heard this or not, Micah Parsons, he just couldn't help himself for the Cowboys on his podcast. Here it is. I truly believe I could be Tyreek Hill's quarterback. Yeah. I could throw it up to Tyreek Hill. I could throw a screen pass to Debo. There you are. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. And he's um, getting ready. And by the way, there's a good chance he is going to play against the Dolphins in a couple weeks. But he's also – the 49ers and Cowboys could see each other in the NFC, one of the games. Yeah. Look, Why? Uh, I'm Why all about, say not, it, to, your, yeah. to your point, not putting that in the universe before you have to play a team. Uh, and, and also, it's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. What, what Tua does, uh, yes, Tyreek does get open a lot deep. Uh, but you know what also Tua does? He throws into coverage and into and, 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 and tight windows and, 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 and leads players in a way that those yards after a catch, which people yeah. knock like Brock Purdy for, there's a reason. It's not just, you know, they're basically handing the ball off to Debo and he's running. No, he's getting the ball in stride a lot of times, and he's able to get these, these yards after catch because of the scheme and because of the quarterback. So um, absurd engagement. That's what he's engagement farming. That's what he's trying to do. Look at me. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm, you know that, that's his brand, right? That's who he is. Uh, yeah, we'll see in a couple of weeks. You better back it up, though, man. You open your mouth like that. It's fine if you can back it up and you go out and get yourself two or three sacks and shut down that offense. But if you don't, you look like a complete ass clown. You you really do, man. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say. Hey, uh, B, thanks, man. We stay a little bit longer. We had so much to get to. I really appreciate it, man. Take care. Happy to do it. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.